Welcome back and we proceed with the show. 082-919-913, that's the WhatsApp line. The Free Burma Campaign South Africa is calling on the South African government to support a ruling by the International Court of Justice in a case brought by the Gambia against the Myanmar government. The Gambia sought a number of provisional measures regarding the plight of the Rohingya Muslims. We now chat to Free Burma Campaign SA organizer, Mr. David Kramer. Mr. Kramer, good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. Salam alaikum to you and your listeners, and thank you for having me. Salam. Uh, just give us a background to this uh, ruling by the International Court of uh, Criminal, International Criminal Justice uh, concerning the Manima government. Give us some background to that story, please. Well, the Organization of Islamic Countries, um, led by the Gambia, took the matter to the International Court of Justice, not to be confused with the International Criminal Court, but the International Court of Justice, they went there to get a ruling to basically have an official legal declaration that what the Rohingya were faced with was genocide and to get the Court of Justice to order Myanmar to take action to prevent any further genocide and to uh, not tamper with evidence and to maintain any, maintain any evidence. And with that official ruling, it would add some weight to the uh, move towards justice for the Rohingya. Any criminal prosecutions of, for, for what happened to the Rohingya in 2017, when they were driven into Bangladesh, would actually have to be done in the ICC, the International Criminal Court, where to, to get it to the ICC, you have one of two options. Um, either the country where it happens is a signatory to the Rome Statute, which is not the case in Burma, or the UN Security Council refers the matter to the ICC. And there you have the veto of China and Russia, which blocks it. So I think the move was to get this declaration by the ICJ to add momentum, pressure, to, to make it, you can't escape that what we are faced with is genocide, and to put pressure to build towards eventually an ICC case. Now, subsequent to that, before we come to your call for the South African government to also intervene in this, the Myanmar government rejected this, uh, in fact, together with the, the, this ruling, also with the ICC decision over the, the Rohingya crisis. But let's come back to the South African scenario, because we have, you have written letters. In fact, uh, some of the letters were sent to the German ambassador. Uh, of yes. course, this was a reminder of the of the Holocaust and, uh, and how the, the, the Germans responded to this. So in terms of the South African government, uh, uh, how far have things gone uh, concerning their response? We didn't get a response. Um, I tried last year, and two people advised me. One person suggested I publish it in the Daily Maverick, and another said he would try and see if he could get the minister to respond. 
after waiting a while and getting no response from the minister, I then read an article in the Daily Maverick about from the minister about how South Africa's foreign policy is the foreign policy, the legacy of Mandela. So I wrote to the Daily Maverick explaining the minister's non-response, and I haven't heard from the Daily Maverick either. So you're basically keep hitting the wall, so to speak, because you don't get a response from the minister or much response from anyone else. Now, I should believe that uh, S- South Africa is the, is the signatory to the Genocide Convention because they, they joined this in, in, December, in December 1998, whereas the Myanmar government is not a member of the ICC, neither are they the members of the International Court of Justice. Uh, how do you think South Africa will, will come in in terms of you know, putting pressure on, on this uh, uh, recluse government? We don't have the power to reverse China's veto or anything like that, but we should play our part um, doing what we can to join the other countries. And I think if you look at it, the countries that have joined the uh, legal action in The Hague, that's the members of the OIC, plus um, or countries that have supported it, uh, plus Canada and Holland. And... Britain and the EU and Sweden welcome the ruling, although they are not part of the legal action. So I think it kind of, especially South Africa not being a Muslim country, it kind of makes it a more universal appeal rather than a sort of a Muslim issue, which it, which is it's not exclusively a Muslim issue. It's a universal case of genocide, and everyone should be participating, and specifically South Africa as a non-Muslim country should join in to send that message. Now, you you, you have also collaborated with the UK uh, Free Burma uh, campaign. Also, they are, they are, they are also on the, on, on, on the same boat with you in terms of uh, uh, these campaigns that, that, that you have launched. But let's talk about uh, the, the Rohingyas that have moved into into Bangladesh because I should believe that uh, Bangladesh is a member of the is also a statutory member of the of the international on, on genocide convention, which, which makes it very easy for for, for for these charges actually to to be pressed on the on, on the Myanmar government. Uh, yes, uh, there was some good news in that regard about a year or two ago. Initially, the uh, human rights campaigners, campaigners for the Rohingya, felt kind of stuck because. Burma, Myanmar, is not a member of the International Criminal Court. But then some legal analysts pointed out this. Among the crimes perpetrated against the Rohingya, the murder, the rape, burning down of their villages, um, and under the overall heading of genocide, they were driven into Bangladesh. Now, while Burma is not a signatory to the Rome Statute, Bangladesh is. Now, by driving the Rohingya into Bangladesh, they made Bangladesh, Burmese military made Bangladesh part of the scene of the crime as such. So now the Fatima um, Bensouda, the um, uh, prosecutor at ICC, is now looking at least into the one charge 
of um, unlawfully deporting or violently deporting the Rohingya. So there is that one uh, crime against humanity which the ICC could take up in which it's going to take a couple of years to formulate charges and everything because of the scale of what happened. But on that one count of the illegal forced a deportation of the Rohingya into Bangladesh, it looks like the ICC may be able to do something. And uh, lastly, what, what do you think is the, is the way forward, both uh, from here uh, as, as South African counterparts and, and, and also other uh, you know, organizations across the world that, that you, are, you are working with? What, what do you think is the way forward? Because they, the Myanmar government has actually saying that uh, this... Uh, uh, this decision actually has no legal merit whatsoever in, in, in terms of them being subjected to any courts of law? Well, um, the point is uh, the ICC would decide on their own uh, the prosecuting team whether there's a merit, um, and they will make the decision. Um, I think South Africans have to lobby our own government to create that momentum and pressure build up across uh, countries as many as possible. So if we can't uh, have a UN, um, if, if the UN Security Council would be forced to look at it and hopefully refer to it. Um, obviously, the one thing is, when charges are formulated, the question is, how would you then arrest the generals? Because they wouldn't go to any um, any country where they're likely to be arrested. And that's uh, Mr. David Kramer from the Free Bema Campaign SA speaking to us on the call for the South African government to support the ruling on Myanmar. Mr. Kramer, thank you very much for speaking to us. Thank you for having me. Pleasure.